Welcome to Bite Size SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to, where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below, so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich Young, your host. Today is October 29th, 2021, episode 11. Coming up, fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story one. Google Search Console Search Analytics API gains Discover, News, and Regex. Story 2. App advertisers can now use app campaigns for engagement without implementing deep links. Story 3. Twitter says Apple's privacy changes had little effect on ads. If you're ready, let's get into it. The first story is from Barry Schwartz of Search Engine Land. Google has added new support, data, and features to the Google Search Console Search Analytics API. The API now supports showing data for Google Discover, Google News, and also regex commands, all of which were already supported in the web interface. Google announced this morning this support has been added to the Search Analytics API after many requests from the industry to add it. API Updates the search type parameter, which previously enabled you to filter API calls by news, video, image, and web, will be renamed to type and will support two additional parameters, Discover and Google News, the company said. Google is still supporting the old name search type for the time being, so it is backwards compatible. Also, Google explained that some metrics and dimensions are compatible only with some data types. For example, Queries and positions are not supported by the Google Discover report. This would also apply with API, and the API would thus return an error message. Regex API support. Google has added regex support to the API, specifically to the query and page dimensions. Two new operators have been added to the existing match operations. They are including regex and excluding regex. Already in web interface, these features have been in the web interface for a while. Google has now brought support to the API. Google News performance reports were added in January 2021. Google Discover performance reports gained full data in February 2021, and Rega support was added in the April 2021. Why do we care? Many of you use APIs to help automate and streamline your day-to-day -day SEO practices and reporting. Having access to these additional data points and adding in regex controls should make these reporting tasks easier and more automated. This should save you time to do other SEO-related tasks, tasks you might have a harder time automating. If this story appeals to you, you can read more about it in the show notes. Next story. This one's from George Nguyen of Search Engine Land. App advertisers are no longer required to implement deep linking to run app campaigns for engagement, Google Ads announced Monday. As a new option, advertisers can select Set to app homepage during ad group creation to direct users to the homepage. Why do we care? Implementing deep links typically means getting developer support, which may be a limited resource in your organization. This new option enables app advertisers to utilize app campaigns for engagement without having to request that support, which may mean that your campaign can get off the ground faster. Deep linking, however, remains useful as it enables this ad type to take users to a specific part of your app, which may translate to better conversion rates than simply sending them to the app homepage. App campaigns for engagement 
are designed to target an app's existing users to bring them back to the app and foster loyalty and engagement. To use this campaign type, advertisers must provide text, images, video, and designate a starting bid and budget. Google Ads Automation then designs a variety of ads in different formats. These ads can appear across Google Search, YouTube, Google Play, and within other apps on the Google Display Network. App campaigns for engagement were first announced in March 2019 and rolled out globally in December 2020. Make sure to check out George's article for more information. Our final story for today. This one's by Kurt Wagner of Bloomberg. Twitter rose after reporting third quarter sales and user growth in line with analyst estimates. A sign the company's advertising business is weathering Apple Inc.'s new limits on consumer data collection. Twitter said Apple's privacy tracking changes, which require users to opt in data sharing, will have an ongoing modest impact on sales. Rivals Facebook and Snap earlier reported that the software changes dented their business because they made it harder to measure an ad's effectiveness. It is still too early for Twitter to assess the long-term impact of Apple's privacy-related iOS changes, but the Q3 revenue impact was lower than expected. The San Francisco-based company wrote Tuesday in a letter to shareholders, Sales gained 37% to $1.28 billion. Ad engagements, or the number of user interactions with paid messages, increased 6% from a year earlier. Twitter, unlike Facebook, makes most of its money from brand advertising, which requires less personal targeting and is measured more broadly. Twitter said it had 211 million daily users in the third quarter, 5 million more than the previous period, and 13% increase from a year earlier. The social media service attributed the growth to ongoing product improvements and global conversations around current events. The results show that Twitter, which expanded last year thanks to a contentious U.S. election and interest in the global pandemic, has been able to maintain steady growth since. While the competitors like Snap and Facebook are struggling to adjust to Apple's changes, some aspects of Twitter's advertising business that may have seemed like a weakness earlier this year, such as its reliance on brand advertising, may suddenly be an asset. CFO Ned Segal said the company is watching global supply chain issues closely, but suggested they may be less of an issue for Twitter given how advertisers use the platform. Quote, well, more than half of ad revenue on Twitter is for services and digital goods, he said. Some of the largest advertisers in the world who sell products and services, often the campaigns you see on Twitter from these advertisers are for their services, end quote. Snap said last week that supply chain shortages would hurt its fourth quarter revenue because businesses are reluctant to promote products they can't produce or fulfill. Twitter projected that revenue in the current quarter will be $1.5 billion to $1.6 billion. Analysts on average estimated $1.58 billion, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. The company expects its user base to grow at or above the third quarter rate during the holiday period, according to the shareholder letter. Operating income will be $130 million to $180 million. Shares gained about 2.5% in extended trading after closing at $61.43 in New York. The stock has gained 13% this year. The company reported a third quarter net loss of $536.8 million, or $0.67 cents a share, compared with net income of $28.7 million, or $0.04 cents a share in the quarter a year earlier. Twitter also said it wouldn't recoup an estimated $200 million to $250 million revenue loss in 2020. The company's shareholder letter was silent on the progress of Twitter Blue, a new subscription offering. Twitter is pushing into subscriptions as a way to diversify its sales. About 90% of the company's revenue is generated by advertising. If you'd like more info, you can check out Kurt's article in the show notes. 
That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve Tapa style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.